0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
1: Nick, you just alluded to this earlier, but sad news. Patrick Mahomes is no longer the overwhelming favorite to win NFL MVP. He is still the favorite, however, but he went from minus 160 to plus 125 to win MVP over the weekend. Jalen Hurts is right behind him at plus 175 with Joe Burrow going from plus 1400 to plus 600 with that Bengals win.
2: That's the crazy one that Joe Burrow cut his odds more than 50% just by beating the chiefs. And it's not like his stat line was crazy good. He was really efficient, but two touchdowns, one on the ground. That's what beating the chiefs can do for your MVP odds. Like We joke in the Heisman, like you need to have the Heisman moment. That was Joe Burrow's Heisman moment.
1: I hate that.
0: Well, but Nick's not wrong. I still think that Mahomes is the favorite to win it because I think he's got a better chance to win out. And with Burrow in particular, it's very hard for Burrow to win the MVP over Mahomes because he's going to finish behind him in the standings. And for all the stories of overcoming stuff, Mahomes will still have the Tyreek storyline. Burrow doesn't have that. I know that Jamar Chase missed some time, but he still has Jamar Chase and T Higgins and they went like, they're coming at their peak. Mahomes has more adverse, you know, adversary to, you know, like to to kind of adversity to kind of have that conversation with him. I couldn't get that word out. He had that conversation. <laughs> adversity. He has he has more of that storyline, Nick, than than anyone else at that point. The guy, I think he's actually in trouble against his hurts because hurts is really likely at this point to finish with the NFL's number one record. And if any team ever goes 16-1 and in a regular season, that's damn near a lock to get you the MVP. The advantage Mahomes will have is he might set the single-season yardage record, and he might do it while throwing 45 touchdowns. So I think it's kind of a toss-up between those two right now. Burrow just takes the leap for beating Mahomes this week, but I still think it's a two-horse race.
2: Yeah, I mean, Mahomes still has... 350 more passing yards than anybody else in the league. He has five more passing touchdowns than anybody else in the league. But you're right. Hertz is the one that scares you because I don't think that Burrow will have the combination of stats and team success to put him over Mahomes. Like even if they're comparable, like you're not going to give him the nod. It's that Hertz has 20 passing touchdowns, three interceptions. Oh, and he has nine touchdowns on the ground as well. And as you mentioned, They have been the most consistent team all year long. I wonder this, though, if the stats just remain stable for both those guys, let's make this a two horse race, because according to the odds, it basically is if they just continue on their same trajectory and nobody takes a big step back, nobody has a a crazy monster game that gives them a leg up on the other one. Does Mahomes still get it over Hertz, even if the Eagles end up with two more wins than the Chiefs?
0: I think Ooh. so. I honestly think that the push for the people who vote for this and there's only 50 people who vote for this will be, if you think that it's a miss. like writers care about this too. The story that is, no Tyreek Hill, the thing we didn't want to talk about earlier, will be the thing that gets Mahomes the award. Interesting. Because Jalen Hurts got a new weapon. He got A.J. Brown. In addition to already being on a very good like, he got more, Nick. Patrick Mahomes got less. It took more away from it. Like, I I do think that that will be, I think to me, that's the deciding factor if things kind of stay equal the rest of the way.
1: And we know he's ahead. So I think that individual stats should outweigh end of season record. So it was
2: 2010 when Brady won it with 36 and four, 36 touchdowns, four interceptions. I think it was, and then in 2017, he won it with 32 and eight. So I'm like, I'm trying to find a statistical comparison for somebody like Jalen Hurts winning it because he's not going to have more touchdowns than Mahomes. But if you have elite team success and incredible efficiency, that might be enough to do it. But he would need yeah. to have a moment because if he's behind Mahomes right now, I don't see how he could pass him if Mahomes wins out. I mean, is. Lamar Jackson won it, but he did
0: historic things yeah. like rushing and re- rushing and passing combined like Jalen Hurts isn't going to break those Lamar Jackson records. He's just going to have a season like that. That's a little less good.
2: He's just so damn efficient and he doesn't yeah. make mistakes and that team wins. Thanks in large part to his ability to be a dual threat quarterback
1: and like, with. Sorry, go ahead, Nick.
2: No, I just saying, like with what he's doing on the ground. He's probably not quite going to get to a 1,000 yards rushing, but he might have 15 rushing touchdowns to go with 26 passing touchdowns. That's going to be pretty impressive numbers.
1: I think with the games we have left, his numbers are just going to go through the roof. I think this is where he can just really put it up on everyone. And to Cody's point, you're doing it all without your number one ride receiver. You've had to adjust. You've had to... You no, move through adversity with all of this, these new weapons, and, and he's doing it really well. So
0: there tend to be narratives for big awards like these. Nick votes for the Heisman. If you didn't know that, Kayla,
1: I've heard that a time um, or two. I you think know, so. Not if you a big if you deal. For, Are well. you allowed to tell us who you're voting for?
2: Uh, we know not the four legally.
1: finalists. He signed an NDA. What? Yeah. Well,
2: it's like a digital. It's like you you click a box, and it's like you agree to this non disclosure agreement.
1: So have you already voted? I have. Yeah, oh, but you can't. You can't tell you us. Monday at
2: four o'clock. Yeah, I can maybe tell you secretly, but not officially. So if there's any Heisman people from the Heisman trust list, <laughs> he
1: promise.
2: would never actually tell her. I'm not actually <laughs> going to tell him. Just hypothetically.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Well, that's very cool. I can't say the same about myself.
2: Maybe someday I'll make it to the uh, MVP voting list. That would be cool. Exclusive list. Uh, Is it? It's
0: only 50 people.
2: Yeah, there's 870 Heisman voters, but you know what? Eight billion people on the planet, so I'm still part of the club. <laughs> exclusive Wait, group.
1: Really quick, what are the qualifications for Heisman voting?
2: I don't know. Just How co- did you get this honor? Exist. I have, yeah, exit college co- uh, cover college athletics in some capacity, which I did. So I did it on a daily basis when I was working in Lawrence. So that's when I
0: got the vote.
1: They even like, hey, you grads vote on the Heisman. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he didn't even. I
0: doubt he even put in a vote for Jalen Daniels. Maybe if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, I can't again, guys, I can't go. Please respect my privacy.
1: (laughs) All right, guys, it is our weekly vibe check time. Where are we going with our vibe checks this week?
0: As I tend to do, uh, I'd like to go with pop culture in order to do it. And I'm going to make a a recent reference instead of the many dated references I make for this. My vibe this week is Black Adam. As in this game, this upcoming week is a box office flop. That movie is projected to lose 50 to hundred million dollars in the box office. And I was promised fireworks for chiefs Broncos Sunday night football late in the season. And I'm not getting any of that. It got Russell Wilson is playing so bad. They flexed the current MVP favorite out of the game. They're like, we can't do that. We'll keep you in the three o'clock slot. We're not taking you all the way back to noon. It's not stone ages stuff, but we can't even keep you in Sunday night football. I was promised a box office, big, big blockbuster movie. And instead, I'm getting Patrick Mahomes against the guy currently playing like the 34th best quarterback in the NFL. So feels like a little bit of less buzz going into this game. It's still Chiefs Broncos week, but we were promised like a big blockbuster movie and we're not getting it.
1: What movie did you just reference? I Black don't even Adam, know that is. Black Adam, that's the
0: new rock movie. For, for a superhero movie right. with the rock. Uh,
1: oh. oh. It I weird. am living under a rock because I've not heard anything about this. Well here's,
0: the, well, here's the problem. They're going to lose a bunch of money on it. So I don't think you're the only one, Kayla. And <laughs> yeah, they spent like a billion dollars on it.
1: So great. haven't heard anything. And I even live in the Mecca.
2: So they spent uh, almost as much as the Broncos spent on Russell Wilson. So you know, very similar. Similar returns. Nothing. Um, I guess I'll do another movie reference. I'm going to go. This is the cheesy training montage with Eye of the Tiger playing behind it in the Rocky.
1: Bum, movie. Bum, bum, bum.
2: Exactly. That's what the next five games are going to be like for the Chiefs. It's going to be you can fast forward through them. We don't need any dialogue. We don't need to discuss them. We just put some some highlight music behind it. And we watch them because these aren't the games that are going to define the Chiefs season. It's just like, hey, they're going to get back to the lab. They're going to work on some stuff. They're going to get stronger. They're going to get better. And then the real climax of the movie happens when they get to the postseason. There's nothing. I mean, we'll find things to talk about over the next five games or so. Kayla is exclaiming as if I have offended her or if I stole her. Stole. Wow. wow. We did it again. We did it again. What was yours going to be?
1: Well, you can finish your thoughts. Sorry. I was I,
2: I, was, I was pretty much wrapping up anyway. I so. don't have
1: a poker face ever. <laughs> um, no, mine is also just like in your favorite movie. I know we reference rom-coms a lot, but it's where you're like, we're in act three or we're three-fourths way through where you're experiencing that letdown, that brief moment of adversity, whatever it is. But now you know it's going to have a happy ending. We're on the up and up. We're going to finish strong. I'm not worried. These last five games should be... A cakewalk, hopefully. Um, don't want to jinx ourselves, but yeah, I don't. I, I don't know if it's just like the the rom com movie or just the the movie arc as it goes. But we have faced our giants. We should went out and onto the postseason. We go. Is this
0: right after the heartbreak where they start putting all their life back together? They're like, yes. I'm, I'm going yes. to work
1: on time. I'm yep. taking
0: care of myself. Yep. Things in life are going better, and then you get back to your your real love, which is the postseason.
2: I don't know which movie I'm describing, but I would assume there are probably five that fit this description, where like the girl gets dumped by the guy, and then she has like the glow up, and then Mm -hmm. she goes up to prom, and then everybody's like, "Whoa, look at her! Can't believe he dumped her," and then she falls in love with him or somebody else. Am I describing any? Is
1: this she's all that again? Okay,
0: (laughs) (laughs) it might be she's. Are we going back to she's all that? We should find a way to
2: invoke She's All That at least once a week.
1: Guys, that movie really had it all. Usher was in there. We had the, you know, unison dance off at prom. Like, that's been my dream forever, just to bust out in the same routine as everyone else. <laughs> we are all aligned and know it. Anyway, the
0: next time you're in KC, we'll work on that as a group. <laughs> we'll work on a unison dance routine. Although, isn't that just pretty much TikTok, Kayla? Or am I mistaken?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's now it is.
0: We can just do a TikTok together.
1: Let's just do a little TikTok. Yes, that is the equivalent of the prom. That's at least a 37 year mob. old like me. Like, <laughs> I'm probably too old
0: to do the prom flash mob. So now we're stuck with the three of us in our 30s doing a TikTok together.
1: Gosh, I need to get to KC. <laughs> Can't wait for this. I'm actually going to be there over Christmas. We'll talk about it later. But... Oh, all right, you guys. That's going to do it for us on this Wednesday. That is Cody Tapp. He is Nick Schwartz. I'm Kayla Canaram. We will be back with you all on a Friday. Thank you, as always, for listening to It's Always Game Day in Kansas City. And make sure you subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcast. Have a good one.